Welcome to the Fantasy Football Genius, where winning isn't everything, it's the genius thing. Stay tuned if you want to crush your fantasy football goals. Hey, welcome to the Fantasy Football Genius. My name is Chris. I'm your host, sitting here with the genius, Jameson Black. What's up, man? How is everybody doing out there? Back for another day. We got Chris back from his long vacation. Welcome back. Glad to see you here so we can have a double podcast talk. What's up? What's up? Hey, uh, super excited to be back. Uh, We were out on the East Coast for a couple weeks. Glad to see all of the action and energy online. Uh, Draft kits are going left and right. People signing up. Super excited about that. Uh, Just to talk about the draft kit and week one. Uh, selling of products, go, just go ahead and go to the go to the site, and we just keep getting a bunch of questions around. Hey, if I sign up past the first fifty, can I still get a draft kit? Go ahead and sign up. Uh, we've been honoring everybody. If you're the fifty-first, fifty-second person to sign up on the site, go ahead and do that, and we will include you in and give you a free draft kit. No worries. This year, year two, we want to continue. And, and again, I love hearing the uh, feedback from you guys saying I helped you guys win your leagues last year. Love hearing it, continue hoping to hear it. So what we're going to do now is for this year to get us going, to get us jump-started, to get us going out there, sign up, and there's not going to be a number that you're going to miss. We're going to give the draft, draft, kit, draft kit out for free this year. I'm going to let you guys see what we have, see what you have to offer. Tell your friends, tell your family. Let's dominate. Maybe you don't want to tell your family because you want to beat them in fantasy. But, you know, you know what I'm trying to say. So, uh, again, thank you for all the support. Th- thank you guys for following us. We hit 5,000 followers this past oh, week. yeah. Um, we're, we're, we're small, we're growing, but sometimes the smaller guys can have more of a detail for you guys to get your questions asked, answered quicker. So that's what we're here for. We'll help you guys dominate your leagues. Yeah, excited about today's podcast. Uh, let's jump into a few things. You, you ready? So let's start off with uh, the reaction, your reaction to the preseason rookies. Yeah, the reaction from, from me, I mean, obviously I was high on Nikhil Harry. Um, I like Devin Singletary. If you follow one of my, uh, my, my stories on Instagram, I told everybody they need to go out there and if you already did your draft or if you're doing best ball, get your shares of, of uh, Devin Singletary. Oh, the because Bears? The, no, not, the, not Montgomery. Let's talk Singletary. <laughs> the, uh, the, the, the Bills running back, the rookie running back, I thought there's a chance that Sean McCoy is going to get cut by the team. I, th- I think there's still a chance he does get cut. But either way, I think Singletary showed that he is the real deal. He does have the talent to be in this league. Speaking of your boy, Montgomery, very high in Montgomery. Um, I'm becoming even more of a fan of his. I knew he was going to be a better version of uh, Jordan, Jordan Howard last year. The combination between Montgomery and uh, Tariq Cohen is a nice combo. And then we have Kyler Murray. Nice start there. So, I mean, so, so we, if you look at all four of those players, Nikhil Harry, couple of targets, couple of receptions, only 36 yards, but I think both receptions were nice receptions. Shows his, his size, his hands, his ability. They haven't had a player like that since, since Randy Moss. I think that there's bold call. I think Harry leads the Patriots in uh, receiving this year, even over at Edelman. No more Gronk, so someone's got to step up, and I think it's going to be Harry the rookie. They liked him when they took him in the, in the first round. Has a little bit of hamstring injury, but it doesn't sound like that hamstring injury is going to be too big of a factor for him. 
Singletary, the Bills running back, 9 for 27, 3 for 21, shows that he does have talent. Again, you're not going to see these huge numbers in the preseason most likely because these are players that you're going to target in your game, in your regular season. They're not going to get them hurt in, regular, in the preseason. So you're not going to see the big, huge numbers. You're looking on how they're running. You're looking at how they're making the cuts. You're looking at the holes they can see. You're looking at all that kind of good stuff. And I think Singletary showed that he can get the job done this year. Montgomery, nice touchdown run. Showed he's active in the re- re- uh, receiving game. Three for 16 in the rushing touchdown, three for 30 in the receiving game. And then Murray, 10 for 14, 104 yards and a touchdown. Didn't do anything with his leg, but that, that doesn't mean that he's not going to be a, a mobile quarterback. Absolutely love the offense in Arizona. They may not get a lot of W's, but if for fantasy, we care about the stats. They're going to be a fun team to watch. They're going to get a lot of, of, a lot of stuff going on offense. They're going to get a lot of plays run. They're, they're going to be a very high-fast uh High, fast-paced offense. They're going to be fun to watch. Murray is going to be one of mine. What I am going to do with Murray, though, is I'm not going to draft him as my only quarterback. If I am going to take Murray, I'm going to have him backed up with a proven quarterback that I can put in there just in case the rookie wall hits. You never know when the rookie is going to have that uh, mental lapse. And so you want to have a backup plan for that as well. Reaction to Jermaine Curse uh, for the Detroit Lions. Broke his leg yesterday. Going to miss the whole year. He was a, he was a receiver that I was looking at possibly – as a deep, deep sleeper, maybe to re-up his career. That's not going to happen, unfortunately, here in, in 2019. Got to feel for curse moving forward. But, you know, that's, that's what happens. I mean, you take a chance. It's a collision sport. You're going to get injuries. We're going to see it. You just kind of hope you avoid the big injuries, especially on fantasy teams moving forward. Great, yeah. Lots of, lots of good stuff from the rookies this year. Love how they're uh, stepping up earlier. 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 They're smarter, better coaching. Uh, just everything is just information is ready available for them. It's, it's awesome. Hey, moving on. Let, next, let's talk about uh, Ezekiel Elliott. Lots of questions online about Zeke and what to do with him. What yeah. do you think? Yeah, there's a lot of questions coming on Zeke. We, we did our, our normal Monday morning uh, questions. I jumped over a bunch of the Zeke Elliott questions, and I hope you guys don't think that I was just a, um, avoiding your questions. But I don't want to have the same it's the same question answered over and over and over again. So I told everybody, hey, I'm going to talk about this in the podcast, go into a little more detail. My personal opinion is I think the job gets done. Zeke is in in, in for the Cowboys starting week one. But if you're starting, if your drafts are next week, and I don't like the drafts, like if you're next week or even this weekend, if you're if you're if you're working on your drafts, I don't like early drafts just because you, ne- you just never know what's going to happen. I don't know if I could pull the trigger on Ezekiel Elliott this early just because if we do have a Le'Veon Bell, and he doesn't play, you're missing a first round pick. So if your draft is tomorrow, if your draft happens before he actually signs that contract, I'm going to be a little more cautious. I'm not going to likely take him, but I but my gut tells me the deal gets done. He does make the um, make it for week one, but there's always that chance he doesn't happen. One thing we have to realize is he told the Cowboys this back in January: "I'm not going to play with a new contract without a new contract." So the Cowboys knew it. If we remember correctly, when he was suspended for those six games, the Cowboys were a horrible team. Didn't get anything done on offense. Yes, they brought in Amari Cooper. Yes, Prescott's a couple years older, a little more, a little more uh, experience in the league. But the Cowboys still need Ezekiel Elliott more than Elliott needs the Cowboys. They know that. They're going to pay him. He's going to get the, the contract he needs and deserves. It's tough to pay the quarterback, but I think his situation is much more, much different than it is with Melvin Gordon. The Chargers don't need Gordon. They have two capable running backs in, in Los Angeles with the Chargers. Elliott is the, the way the Cowboys go. If Elliott's not there, they're going to struggle. They're a Super Bowl caliber roster with Elliott. Without Elliott, they're a borderline maybe make the playoff team. Yeah, yeah. 
So that's that's the answer. That's the answer. Long. <laughs> there you go. That's something that I don't want to put into a, a long storyline to see over and over again. So. Sorry if I didn't hit your question right away, but hopefully that answers your questions. I would not go with them now if you're drafting tomorrow, if you're drafting before it happens. But I think the job does to get done overall. And hopefully your drafts are around the Labor Day weekend time frame when, the, when preseason's over with, season's around the corner, and then hopefully that contract gets done. Good, good. Moving on uh, to next to ADP risk and rewards. Yeah, so there's, uh, as everybody knows, my strategy at quarterback is not to take the elite talent. So I'm not going to take the Patrick Mahomes, the uh, Aaron Rodgers, the Andrew Luck. I'm going to wait on quarterback, going to go with the Jameis Winstons, one of the quarterbacks I'm very high on this year. I, I, I think Tampa Bay is going to be a fun team to watch, just like the Cardinals. They have a lot of talent on offense, and we know their defense is not very good. Their ground game is not very good. So if they're going to contend with the Panthers and the Falcons and the Saints, they're going to have to score, and they're going to have to score plenty. I think you're going to get a lot of, lot of turnovers with Winston, but I think he's going to make up with those, plus some, with the touchdowns, with the yardage. He has a great trio to throw to with Mike Evans leading the way, Chris Godwin, who is no longer a sleeper. Everybody knows who Godwin is. And O.J. Howard, I think, who is going to be a star in the making. I think this is the year that we maybe see him break out. I'm looking at Jameis Winston. Right now he's going in the, around the, the 10th, 11th round. I'm, I'm going to go with someone like that instead of taking Mahomes in the third round, in my opinion. Love Cam Newton. I think Cam Newton is back to his MVP type way. Shoulder looks healthy. You're going to get, you can get Cam Newton around the ninth, 10th round. Again, compared to Rodgers going in the fifth, sixth round or Luck going in the fifth, sixth round, I'd rather wait a few rounds and go Cam Newton and continue to build my running back wide receiver depth um, with the first six, seven picks. And again, when I talk about quarterbacks, waiting on quarterbacks, this is for your standard normal quarterback scoring leagues. If you're in a league that uh, relies on quarterbacks getting a lot of points or you're in a double quarterback league, obviously you're going to take them higher. This is for your standard normal quarterbacks uh, scoring systems that I'm going to wait on quarterbacks. So just kind of keep that in mind. Some of the other deep sleepers that I kind of like this year, I've been doing a lot of mock drafts with Lamar Jackson as my quarterback. It's not the funnest pick. It's not the fun. He can't throw the ball to save his life, it looks like, as a quarterback. Runs a lot. You don't want your quarterback. But this is fantasy. This is, this, we're not running the Baltimore Ravens. We're not running the organization. We're talking about fantasy football. We want points, whether it's scoring, whether it's running, whether it's throwing. We want the points scored. And we know that he can use his legs to get those points. Back him up with a capable backup. But if you, if you take Lamar Jackson and say Dak, Dak Prescott super late, all of a sudden you can build your running backs, wide receivers, tight ends, and, all, and, and then if you can get a, a nice season – out of Lamar Jackson and Dak Prescott, all of a sudden your team's a monster. I just like the teams I've been able to build with Lamar Jackson as my starting quarterback. I'm likely not going to touch the Raiders' um, uh, offense there. I don't like Derek Carr. I think Antonio Brown is going to realize that Derek Carr is no Ben Roethlisberger. And speaking of Antonio Brown, we're starting to hear he's not even had any contact with the Raiders. Huh, go figure. Bet you Steeler fans realize that that happens quite a bit. Um, frostbite. Uh, I don't know if you heard about that with the, with yeah, the frostbite with his, feet, with his feet. So those are the kind of uh, way I'm looking at, at quarterback. I'm looking at the Winstons. I'm looking at the Goffs, Cam Newtons. They drop down a little farther. Garoppolo, Lamar Jackson. I'm not going to have very many shares of Mahomes, Rodgers, and Luck. My number one overall quarterback this year, Deshaun Watson. Keep an eye on Deshaun Watson. Good. Um, running back. I think this year is a year that you want to take running backs early and often. I'm maybe even looking at going the robust running back, taking the running back in the first three rounds. 
and then just taking value receivers. The receiver is very deep this year, so I'm gonna have plenty of shares of the stud running backs. I think where you want to draft, if you can pick your position, you want to be right, one of the first five picks, just because you want one of those elite talents there at running back. Come back, take another running back, and then maybe take a third. All of a sudden, you have uh, a very very strong strength at running back position, and the deep, uh, the thin, it's very thin at running back the further you wait for running back. So I don't think the zero running back option is the right way to go this year. Some of the value players that I'm looking at later in drafts, um, there's going to be a lot of never again with Fournette. So I think Fournette's going to be fine this year. He's going to be involved with the passing game. Nick Foles, new quarterback, I think they're going to be a better team this year. I like both New England. I like uh, Sonny Michelle and I like the rookie Damian Harris as a late pick. If, if I'm looking at the Broncos as a Bronco fan, I'm rather going to take uh, uh, Freeman over Lindsey. A couple rounds later, you can get similar value. I think this is the offense that's going to uh, lead to Freeman having a better year than he had last year. Obviously, a down year for the rookie that we thought was going to be the number one option there in Denver. David Montgomery. I think we're going to see his name fly up the, the draft boards. I was hoping to maybe get him late second, early third. He might be more of a middle of the second right now, especially if people are drafting now. Everybody sees what happened yesterday. So maybe he has a down second preseason game and he starts to stay at the uh, ADP. I wanted to try to steal him this year from drafts. I don't know if that's possible with the way he looked in the first game. I'm looking at the Dolphins. I'm likely not going to look at a lot of Dolphins. I'm definitely not going to be going Kenyon Drake. If I'm taking a Dolphin, it's going to be his uh, young running back teammate, Kellen Balazs. I think he's a better option for the team. He's, he's uh, more involved in the passing game. And I just think he's, his style is a little better than what Kenyon Drake does. And, again, that's one thing, reason why I think going running back early is the way to go. You don't want to have to trust someone like Lamar Miller or uh, Royce Freeman or LaShawn McCoy or uh, we were just talking about Kenyon Drake as your RB1. You want to definitely uh, go running back early this year, in my opinion. If we jump over to wide receiver, some players I'm looking at taking, um, usually in years past, I've always been a zero running back strategy type of player. Don't think I'm going to be doing that this year, so I'm likely not going to have very many shares of Hopkins, Adams, and Jones, just because I think you have to take them in the first round because they're well worth the first round pick. Yes, if you're drafting late in the first round, I think they're, uh, they're the way you go over the running back, just because of the spot, just because of safety. But hopefully you get one of the top five and you take a running back. I'm thinking about players like uh, Stephon Diggs, Amari Cooper, Kenny Galladay, Chris Godwin, um, Cooper Cup. I think Cup is going to be the number two option in Los Angeles with the Rams. I think it's going to it's going to go. Um, he's going to take a little bit away from what Woods brings. I think it's going to be Cooks, Cup, and Woods is how I rank those receivers there in Los Angeles. I love both young receivers in Green Bay, um, Valdez Scantling and Geronimo Allison. Just about who you're going to pick to be the number two option behind um, behind Adams there in Green Bay. And a name that I, that I think we need to talk about is Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill is an interesting name just because it's a player that you you look at and yes, he puts up monster numbers on. A, most weeks, every other week or whatever it is, he, he can be a, the number one wide receiver in, in a, any particular week. But the guy only gets, on average, mostly gets about between five to eight targets a game. If I'm taking a high pick where Terry Kill, you're going to take a, a, a second-round pick on a receiver like that, I want double-digit targets from my receiver there. Yes, he's going to put up monster numbers and be the wide receiver one some weeks, but he's also going to put up stats. Like last year, he had nine games where he had less than 100 yards and no touchdowns. I don't want that as my second-round pick for more than half the season. And in some of those games, he also had under 50 yards, no touchdowns. So that's, that's what I'm, not, I'm not looking for that kind of risk in my second-round selection. I'm likely not going to have very many shares, if any, of Tyreek Hill. Going to have plenty in best ball, um, just because you don't need to have uh, – it's, it's much different than what you have in season-long leagues. Best ball is where you, where you want to be able to hit the big names like Tyreek Hill. 
like Mike Evans, as we talked about earlier with Tampa Bay. Um, so th those are kind of some of the receivers that I'm looking at, and I'm likely going to put out an article about some value receivers uh, in the next couple weeks to target in your drafts. If we jump over to tight ends, I think just uh, it's a couple different tiers. We have the number one tier, and then we have everybody else. Obviously, Kelsey, Ertz, and Kittle are the top tiers. But just like quarterback, I'm not going tight end early. I'm going to fill it with running backs, wide receivers. So I'm not going to be on any of the elite tight ends. This year, I'm looking at in the sixth or seventh round, taking someone like O.J. Howard, Evan Ingram, or Hunter Henry. Maybe wait till the eighth round and take Jared Cook. Or my version of Kittle this year is Vance McDonald, the Steelers. No Antonio Brown means there's going to be 150 plus targets available for that offense. Yes, a lot's going to go to James Washington, Dante Moncrief, and uh, Juju Smith-Schuster. Lots going to go to the running backs there in, in Pittsburgh as well. But there's going to be a lot of targets available for the tight end as well. I think Vance McDonald's going to be making a next step. I think next year we're looking at a top five player at the tight end position. I think he's my version of Kittle. I called Kittle last year. I didn't think he'd be this, this good um, as he was last year. I thought he'd make the next step. But being one of the elite ones, I don't know if Vance McDonald's going to do that. But I think he's going to be a top five tight end next year. Yep. And if we go over to defenses... Yes, we don't like talking kickers, um, but we'll talk defenses a little bit. I'm, I'm never taking it. My strategy is always take a defense and kicker with your last two picks. Yes, some different leagues have a different scenario where maybe you take a defense higher, but you're going to use your last pick for a kicker. You're going to use your second to last pick for a defense. So you're looking at the defenses like you're taking – take a look at the Niners, take a look at the Eagles, the Browns, the Cowboys, the Texans, Broncos if they're going to fall back a, a little bit. Look at the Colts, Panthers. There's a lot of diff different defenses that can end the week as one of the better defenses, but you're not going to keep them all year. Play the waiver wire. Play the matchups. If you have a roster spot on your team, maybe you carry a couple defenses and look at, ahead at the future into the schedule. That's a very very big thing that I think a lot of people don't look at is they don't look at the future of the schedule. Look at matchups for two to three weeks. If you have a roster spot on your bench that you can use to waste on a player, grab some before everybody else wants that player when they start to see that, that player come out with a great matchup, grab them a couple of uh, weeks earlier and uh, be ahead of the game. You want to try to be ahead of everybody before you're behind them. That's my take on the ADP. Long-winded. Got a couple articles on the site. Um, players that I like, players I don't like. Two different articles about the ADPs to check it out on our, on our website. Yeah, good. Good stuff. Uh, you want to go through some of the questions? Yep. On uh, Instagram? Go, go through Instagram. Um, let me find my notes from where they were at. Give us a second here. The dead space, you want to hear it? You, you hear it, you hear it. The fun dead space. All right, there we go. Okay, so uh, let's go through this. Uh, the first one is Jewel. E two zero two zero zero zero. What is your NFC North predictions? I like the Packers to come out of the NFC North. I think it's going to be a very uh, strong division with the Packers and the um, Vikings also in that division. But I like the Packers to come out of the North, and I have them as my possible representative in the the North. Packers. Packers. Not the Bears. Not the Bears. Okay, next, Taylor Suter.
and we're going by him not being in camp, I think you go Kamara or David Johnson, and I think it's Kamara by a, smite, a slight, slight margin. Nice, nice. So those are the questions from the followers this week. Got plenty more. If you, hey, if you guys have questions, go on, go on Instagram, go on that, Twitter, go on. Facebook. And that's my fault. We weren't very prepared with the questions, so we had to kind of fumble through them. So hopefully, you guys stuck with us for this whole podcast and were able to hear the questions yep. there going on. We weren't as prepared today as we usually are. We will be back next week, ready to be prepared, one hundred percent. Yep. Any closing thoughts? I think just enjoy football. We got two more uh, today's Fridays. So you got a couple more uh, preseason games next week. We got week two of the preseason, week three for the Falcons and Broncos who played in the Hall of Fame game. So I think that if you're playing DFS um, version of fantasy football during the preseason, you definitely want to stay away from the starters even next week. Take some of the backups. Remember, remember, week three is the week we're going to see the starters kind of be at the dress rehearsal for the regular season. So that's the week you want to take your starters in the DFS version of Fantasy. And if you've not played DFS, it's a very fun. If you have any questions on if you have any ideas of, of how it all works, you want to ask me some questions, feel free. Drop me a line on Instagram, and I'll kind of tell you my thoughts, my ideas. I, I love DFS. I think it's a nice way. you got to kind of look at it as, as one of the funnest things about uh, drafting fantasy football is draft night. You get together. You talk trash to all your buddies you have fun well consider dfs a draft every day every week you're drafting a new team you don't have to stick injuries happen you don't have to worry about the injuries you, the next week you can take new players love dfs if you have not played it in there definitely give it a shot give me some questions if you have any questions on how it all works and i'll answer those questions for you great and uh social media if you haven't already done so uh go ahead and give us a follow twitter fan sports genius uh, we've got Instagram, fantasy football underscore genius underscore, and uh, Facebook, same thing. So, hey, hey looking forward uh, to this week, and, and uh, go check out fantasyfootballgenius.com. Uh, go ahead and sign up. We'll give you a, uh, a, f- a free draft kit when you put your email in there. And uh, follow our articles. We have a lot of great sales specials going on. Super excited to have you guys dominate and, your league. And get in there with the DFS and season-long packages. Just they're, yes, they're not out there yet, but we have the sign-up ready to go for you guys to sign up for those packages. Have some people already signed up for those. So thank, thank you very much if you've already purchased your week one package, your season-long package, whatever it is that you order. Thank you very much. For everybody else, jump in there before it's too late. We have weekly packages where you can buy per week. We have uh, for the entire season packages available, and we have both season-long and DFS versions. Or if you play both, we have combos. And like Chris said, Mastermind. I'm very excited about the way Mastermind might work this year. I think it's going to be a a nice way of being able to help you win your leagues, have me in your back pocket. I'll get the questions answered to you. We can talk your teams over. You have a strategy question. You want to maybe look at your team. Maybe someone's trading you a player. You don't think you're getting fair value for them. That's where I'm going to be able to help you kind of talk it through, walk it through make the right moves in your seasons because it doesn't end on draft night it happens all year you got to win your trophies you got to waiver wire moves that's where i'm going to help you out this season so get in before it's too late and thank you all for a great time chris finish this off yeah thanks for listening and let's dominate your league have a good day